What's up, everyone? I figured it'd be a good time to get another episode in. We just finished our military circuit event last weekend, um, partnered up with Hargrave uh, Military Academy again uh, for the second year of that. I thought it went uh, even better than first year. Got a lot of you know, good teams from all all over, even a, a team from Canada, uh, mixing some high school teams. And it made for just a, a lot of good matchups. Uh, it, was, it was a really fun weekend, uh, 17 games over three days. And uh, we're going to focus on teams, um, you know, team aspect a little bit here. Um, I'll be f- focusing on some individual players um, in the Relentless Rundown with SUVTV. Going to get that up um, hopefully the end of the weekend or early next week. So and talk about teams a little bit and some of the, the matchups that went down. And then also include uh, two uh, coach interviews we did with Thomas Bessinger of Hargrave and with Thomas Carr of Word of God. Um, so there were six teams that went undefeated at the event. Um that was Hargrave Military Academy, Word of God, Mount Zion, Macedonian Military, Liberty Heights Varsity, and TSF's uh, postgrad uh, national group. All of them went 2-0 and over the weekend, so I wanted to highlight them a little bit, talk about them. Like I said, more uh, team-based instead of individual players because we'll, we'll talk about that later in the weekend. But uh, starting with Hargrave, they took on uh, Combine Academy postgrad. On the first day of the event on Friday, and then they beat uh, London Basketball Academy uh, Sunday. Um, you know, and they they play they play fast. They have a lot of good guards with you know Keon Thompson, Leland Walker, Madison Durr, um, Justin Justin Taylor, Christian Moore. They you know they they can get up and down quickly. Um, Elijah Gray had a really good weekend, and you know they they defended their home court and played as you would expect as you would expect, uh, you know, they, they look comfortable, um, just kind of, you know, have a really good energy about them. And it seems like their chemistry is, has really grown uh, since I saw them early in the season. And I think they're, you know, ranked like top five in the prep power rankings right now that uh, Grassroots XL does. So I, I'd expect that, to, you know, stay that way uh, throughout the next month and hopefully they they can you know make a run in the the national prep championship in in march it was it was a, a lot of fun to watch them and you know they they were the host and they came in with high expectations and they delivered uh, next we'll we'll talk about word of god a little bit who also um you know like i said all these teams went undefeated they went two and zero. um they beat liberty heights Nash, national team Friday and then the next day they beat TSF uh, High School, so their their game against Liberty Heights Friday night was one of the you know biggest matchups coming in. There was a lot of buzz surrounding that because they had they had played each other earlier in the season. I think they they were up against Liberty Heights and then kind of um, you know gave up a lead and Liberty Heights came back and beat them. But it, they were they made sure that that didn't happen this time around. They came out on fire. Um, they're they're a really guard uh, heavy team as well, um, but they have you know they have bigger guards with you know Freddie DeLeon kind of stole the show and um, I thought was the clear you know most outstanding player of the weekend and um, that's what he was awarded in the all tournament teams that we we put out uh, yesterday. Um, so they they were up thirty at at halftime of this Liberty Heights game. Uh, DeLeon and Truman Clater you know just came out on on fire. 
Um, they combined for over 60 points in the game. And Liberty Heights almost made it interesting for a little bit in the second half, cut it to like 11 or 9, but um, Word of God ended up ended up winning uh, by like 17, I think it was. Um, and they, they kind of carried that momentum into their game against uh, TSF High School. But, uh, you know, TSF uh, did a did a good job against them too. That it was it wasn't like Friday night where it was a blowout. It was it was a close game, but um, Dillion performed at a really high level again. Um, and they're a team that you know Quater didn't have as good of a game against TSF like he did Friday night. But they have other guys that you know immediately pick up the slack with you know this their versatility and, and depth among their wings with uh, Poboy King and Jaquan Moore as well they just you know they they have a, a ton of different um guys that they can throw out you and brandon garner wasn't even wasn't even playing this weekend um so mccray grant did some good things for them but um you know they definitely took care of business uh friday night they wanted to make a statement in that game um against liberty heights and they accomplished that i think and it sounded like you know it's uh, i think you'll hear in this interview with Thomas Carr later on, their athletic director, um, that they were pleased with how they did, and they hope to you know continue to play at this level uh, the rest of the season because they they've had a lot of big matchups and they will um, over the the next month or so. And you know, Dillion and Quitter both helped themselves uh, a lot, and I, I think that's something that's gonna you know that's gonna a trend that'll continue um their recruitments will continue to ascend i think and you know that you're going to want to watch them on the travel circuit this spring and summer uh, next another one of our undefeated teams mount zion prep um honestly i think they might have been the the most impressive uh team of the of the weekend it's it's hard to choose between any of these six that won two and oh but they they might have taken home um best team and I mentioned those uh, prep power rankings with Hargrave. I think Mount Zion's like second right now, right behind maybe Putnam Science Academy or one of those. But um, they they definitely look like it. They came out Friday. Um, actually, no, they came out Saturday. They didn't, they didn't play Friday. They played Saturday, Sunday, Saturday night, the last game of the night. They came out like Word of God did in the last game Friday, looking to make a statement, and they took it to IMG. Like came out with all types of energy uh, from the start of the game and, and never really let up. And they they're another team like with just so much depth. They throw out they throw so many different guys at you. All of them are intense. All of them defend. Um, you know, and and there aren't any you know selfish you know egos agendas like you know they they're all about winning. Um, Elijah Jones had the the best game for them Saturday night against IMG. Uh, him and RJ Lewis, I thought, were their two most impressive players. But they have all types of you know really good role guys around them too. And I, I've enjoyed watching you know Mount Zion's teams the last uh, three seasons when I have had a chance to watch them in different settings. Even though you know they're from Maryland, and they put together another really good weekend with the win over IMG. And then Western Reserve early Sunday morning, you know, to turn around and, you know, right out kind of similar to, to Word of God, right after a, a you know, huge big win, um, come right back and have to, you know, lock in again and, you know, defeat another quality opponent. And they did that, you know, their their game against Western Reserve was, was pretty 
close at times. They, they were able to stay ahead for the most part. And they, they weathered the storm, um, weathered a few good runs. And I think that's, you know, the sign of a, a good team. So hopefully we get to see them again this season. But I, I really enjoyed watching their team. And you'll you'll hear more about uh, Jones and Luis and, and the rundown a little later on. Uh, next, we'll talk about Massanutten Military, um, another team that was here last year as well. They were, you know, filled with, you know, a lot, a lot of juniors last year. Kanye Clary and Kyrie Smolin um, were back uh, again as seniors for them. Uh, so they, you know, they've been the program, and um, you could tell that they're kind of like the the leaders for the mouse. So they beat Spades Academy Saturday morning, and then. Uh, once in Salem Christian post grad uh, later on uh, Sunday afternoon, and can, you know with with them they they kind of uh, you know different team than than some of these others. They don't have as much depth, but they they just kind of have you know a lot of six four to six 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 seven guys that can do a lot of different things. Like are you know are tough, dirty work guys, athletic can guard bigger guys or step out and guard uh, perimeter guys. And they, they just compliment uh, Clary really well because he's, he's a guy that's going to have the, the ball in his hands a lot. Um, you know, Mullins is, you know, kind of fits in, in that as well as a you know, versatile um, forward who can bang or step out and do different things. So they just they figured out, you know, how to mesh all these different guys and um, surround Clary with, you know, good complementing pieces and, they're able to, you know, put up a lot of points, but they can also, you know, hunker down and get stops. Um, they, they're another one that was, you know, f- fun to watch just with their, you know, toughness and, um, you know, kind of rugged play that they, uh, play style that they, you know, implemented. Enjoyed watching them a lot. Um, next, uh, Liberty Heights Varsity. So they, they went and played TSF High School in the second game Friday and then came back Sunday in the very last game of the event and beat Miller School. They're a team I had seen a little bit, um, maybe one or two different times earlier in the season. Um, you know, the Simpkins Twins were tremendous. Again, they, you know, have, have had a, a really, um, really good season. And, you know, any game, it could be one or the other or both. And, and both both of their games this weekend, both of them produced at a high level, like combining for like forty points. And they had other guys step up. Josiah Dowd did a few different things. Dominic Nelson, David Wilkerson, um, and they they had other guys that you know, um, you know know that know their roles and are able to, to produce uh, when needed. And I talked about some of these other teams that play fast, like Hargrave and others, but I think they play. Th- they played faster than anyone. Like, there are sometimes I was, you know, getting ready to mark down who does score for the other team, and I'd look up and they're already getting the ball down the court with a few quick outlet passes. Like they're they're pushing the pace. Like it, it was just hard for some of these teams to be able to to deal with that. Um, you know, they're they're really um, guard oriented. They they pressure defensively, um, and they're you know that their style fits their personnel. Uh, perfectly and that really got to uh, Miller School um, throughout the game uh, Sunday night I thought and you know it helped them against TSF as well um, so you know I, I think they're going to continue to have a really good good season um, beat teams that you know might have a little more talent but you know their their style messes people up and they they you know have an identity and you know 
another team with some, you know, tough guys that kind of play with a, a chip on their shoulder. And uh, last but not least, with these teams going undefeated, um, you know, one of our local Georgia teams, uh, TSF's uh, national post-grad team. Um, so they they came in on Saturday and beat London Basketball Academy Saturday night and then got a big win over over IMG Sunday. And that was, you know, a, a statement like really just good win for them because they, they, they might not be as um, – you know, talented or good as they they were last year with that, you know, really just loaded uh, team they had. But um, they have a bunch of just, you know, competitive, fiery guys. And I what I liked about them is I think it was you know, Saturday against London Basketball Academy and Christian Henry stepped up in the second half, had like 16 points, but you never really know who's going to be their, you know, main guy. They don't really have a a guy who's like, oh, yeah, he's scoring 30 for us no matter what. But they have a lot of guys who can score 12 to 15, and that's kind of what happened against IMG. They they were very balanced. I liked what, uh you know, Cameron Johnson did both days. Um, kind of a similar Kyrie Small and a Mass Nutton, um, you know, versatile but big-bodied uh, forward who can, you know, will do dirty work but can also show that he has, um, you know, some skill on the outside. Really liked, uh, you know, his, his um, production. Uh, throughout the weekend, Norton Capek had a better game Sunday than he did Saturday. Hit some threes. Just your sheriff um, came up big down the stretch against IMG. Just and uh, I think you know with the, his approach, his mentality, um, just a really, like I said, a fiery competitor. With you know, as a lot of those guys are, he um, you know kind of set the tone uh, for TSF against IMG, and they you know followed followed him. And they were able to, you know, gut that out and, and get a really nice win. Um, so that, that'll do it for those undefeated uh, teams. Like I said, we had a team from Canada, London Basketball Academy. Uh, it was pretty cool to see them uh, come down. Uh, they, they were in a few close ones. You know, they were a little overmatched at times, like with Hargrave Sunday. But I really liked Cam Slaymaker, uh, 6'4 guard, and Dang Majok. Uh, like 6'10", 6'11", big guy who's kind of raw, but as a good motor, shows some flashes with passing, stuff like that. Uh, Slaymaker's like a stronger guard, um, textbook shooter, um, tough, just, you know, knows how to play. I, I really liked him. Um, one of our other uh, military teams, Fork Union, as they came last year, um, came in the, the King Twins. Kent and Chris both, you know, had, had solid weekends. We had uh, Springfield Commonwealth. Isaiah Miranda and some other, you know, solid guys around him. Um, Justin Perez played really well for them Sunday morning as they had a comeback win against Combine Academy. Uh, Combine, you know, of course, has Jaden Brewer and Cornelius Williams, who are both committed. Uh, Jacob Cooper was having a really good game for them Friday before he got hurt. Uh, I talked about Liberty Heights National a little bit against Word of God. Um you know, that Silas Demer and Elijah Jameson both, you know, had good moments to try to bring them back in that game, but they were just kind of, you know, down too much at halftime for it to make too much of a difference. But that was a, that was a very fun, uh, chippy game, <laughs> as anyone who was there could tell you. Uh, I talked about TSS postgrad, but their high school team was there as well. Um, Cam Craft, uh, Xavier Sine, you know, kind of produced as usual. He, he didn't have a great game Friday, but really stepped up and 
had a good game against Word of God Saturday. It wasn't his best shooting weekend, but he is, you know, a unique, um, you know, in-between game as well. You know, I had him on for the last episode with Trey Scotty, and Caden Cooper had, um, you know, a really good weekend. Shot as well as I had ever seen from him. Hit, like, four or five threes uh, Friday night, and we were like, oh, crap, like, you know, is this just a fluke, or could he do it again? And came back and hit four threes Saturday against Word of God, and, of course, made it some of his usual you know, crazy athletic plays. Uh, so if he, you know, can keep that up and, you know, minimize mistakes and, you know, just keep things simple, um, he's going to see his recruitment uh, go to another level this spring and summer. I believe prep came for one game uh, Saturday. I, I've enjoyed watching them at different points this season as well. Um, I really like um, Jevin Munez for them. I like a 6-6 do-it-all uh, you know, wing small forward type, strong, really, you know, good passer, will knock down some threes. And they're another team that just plays really hard, and he kind of leads uh, leads the charge for them. We also had Mo uh, Spates come back to Hargrave, uh, bring his Spates Academy team, new uh, program that's in their first year. Actually, um, need to get him on for an episode. Maybe we, weren't, we didn't um, get an interview with him. I forgot to get it get it done before they left but i um, definitely want to talk to him about his space academy of course we've seen um it was uh aau teams have a lot of success and now he's you know has his own uh prep team and it, they they had a you know a, a nice shelling uh jamar franklin had a really good game friday the south alabama signee you know hit six threes i saw him with some big shooting games throughout the summer uh david dixon uh kind of you know explosive, strong, uh, big man who can, who has some shooting ability as well. Uh, Jalen Kigo was one of the more consistent shooters on the weekend. Um, and, and they have, you know, some other kind of, you know, just versatile, um, guys with, uh, Isaiah Jones and, and a few others that I, I had seen in the past as well. I enjoyed watching them and who else? Uh, let's see. Winston Salem Christian postgrad uh, kind of like filled in last minute. Uh, they played two games. Um, Cole Sinclair and Caden Warner kind of like their, you know, um, electric backcourt duo. Sinclair can, you know, really light it up as um, range on his shot uh, gets hot in the blink of an eye. Uh, Warner was actually at this military circuit event last year with Beckley Prep, but um, with them, not in existence anymore. He's at once team Christian post-grad and you know, he can really uh, create off the dribble, hit difficult shots, was also a good passer, um, just really uh, quick with the ball. Um, I think I think that's about it with the uh, different teams. Well, oh, IMG, you know, I'm, IMG post-grad, they're, you know, filled with committed guys. Uh, St. John's uh, signing AJ Stewart led them scoring like 25 and a half a game. Uh, Justin Taylor, Syracuse side, he had had some good moments. Was could have been more efficient, but you know, hit shots. Um, they also have um, another Syracuse signing, Quadir Copeland, kind of a bigger, um, you know, versatile perimeter player. Uh, Blaze Vespi, um, inside out forward, uh, makes you know tough tough plays. Uh, isn't scared to you know mix it up and get physical. Miles Branch, another um, big guy for them. You know, they, they took two losses, but, you know, the, the talent on their team is clear. Um, oh, I need to talk talk about Western Reserve as well. Um, can't, can't forget them. 
I, I really like their team. Um, you know, they they had two you know big matchups with Commonwealth Academy and Mount Zion, um, and they come in with you know I think a really you know tough um, you know fundamental approach. Uh, another team like guys that play with chips on their shoulders. They're kind um, kind of led by. Braden Reynolds and Landon Moore in, in their backcourt like them a lot. Moore's, uh, you know, a really good shooter, but also has some savviness to him. You know, when he puts the ball on the floor, Reynolds, um, you know, kind of, you know, sets sets the table at point guard, uh, can do a little bit of everything. I thought, you know, he was one of the, the best passers of the weekend, always, you know, looking to get other guys involved, but can also score when needed. And uh, just a really a, a good leader, like someone that, you know, you can follow and sets a, a good example uh, for that team. Uh, they also had a uh, Washington signing Tyler Linhart. Uh, he had a, a solid game for them Sunday after a slow start Saturday. Um, and they, they have a lot of, you know, just, like I said, fundamental guys know how to play, uh, kind of, you know, stay within themselves that I think, you know, guys that will transition well to the college game. And last but not least, uh, Miller School. They were supposed to play two games or game Friday because of all the uh, weather. Um, wasn't be, wasn't able to be played against Burlington School, so they just played the very last game of the day, Sunday. Um, they kind of got you know kind of gotten a hole against Liberty Heights varsity, but were able to battle back uh, in, in the second half. If, uh, and Davis, twenty twenty two, that's going to Fairfield. Um, he didn't have he didn't have his best game. Jordan Horn, uh, this junior for them, had had some good moments. I, I liked what liked what he did. Um, can kind of create his own shot. Um, good with the ball. Uh, Austin Ball was you know a guy that I really wanted to see coming in. He didn't have his best game either. But you know six seven six 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 seven wing um, can really get hot uh, with his shot. Hit a, a variety of shots and a good athlete. Uh, so you know want to. We'll definitely want to check back in on him as the the summer approaches. Um, but I think I think that'll about do it. I think I covered all the um, different teams that came through at the Relentless Hoops Military Circuit. Uh, of course, very grateful for you know, Hargrave um, to give us the opportunity to partner up with them again. Uh, you know, their their staff and all their guys are awesome in putting it together, and then just allowing us to do what we do uh, makes it very easy and it's a very you know fun uh cool event and uh, you know want to continue doing this uh in future years but that'll that'll do it for me uh we're gonna jump into uh two two interviews here um with coach thomas messenger and uh tom um thomas messenger of hargrave and then word of god athletic director thomas carr so those will be back to back. Um, just listen to those, and then the uh, you know we'll we'll be done with this episode and be on the lookout for the relentless rundown. Hopefully Sunday or uh, uh, Monday next week. Uh, talk more in depth about some of those top performers like Freddie Dillion, R.J. Luis, Truman Clater, Elijah Jones, Simpkins Twins. All those guys will go over them because they had uh, you know really good weekends. So. We'll go into those interviews, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy them and this entire episode. Thanks. How do you feel about your team's performance so far this weekend? Yeah, I think we played well. I mean, we matched up with two really talented teams that have 
had some great results, and both of us, both those teams showed us why they had those results. So uh, proud of how our guys kind of battled back, battled through some adversity, and then in the end in both games kind of kind of pulled away and really came together. So it's special when you can get a, a group playing together and buying in and at the same time, and we saw that in both games. Right, right. So your team has a lot of unsigned guys right now. So talk about some of them and why they'd be so valuable to a college program. Yeah, I mean, it's it, honestly, it's hard for me to single out individual guys because, and I'm biased, I know this, but I, I've been at Hargrave for 10 years now, and I think every single guy on our roster could help colleges at some level. Um, so, you know, I think we, we've got high major guys, we've got mid-major guys, we've got low majors, and we've got some that would be great fits for, for NAIs and D2. So, um, I, hard for me to single any one player out that deserves to get recruited over the rest of them because they, they've all been doing so well on the court, off the court, and I can put my name behind them knowing they're going to help the program at the next level Mm -hmm. all right so what is it like coaching at a place like Hargrave that's had such great history you've been here 10 years now yeah it's humbling I mean I I came in and I was an assistant on the high school team and there was a head coach of the high school team then an assistant on the post-grad team then the associate head coach of the post-grad team and now lucky enough to be the head coach of the post-grad team and it's uh the the history is is humbling and it's motivating because every day I walk up to my office and we have our alumni hallway and I see the hundreds of division one guys that have come before us and we have the previous coaches hanging in the rafters so every day you're kind of forced to do your best and you've got a big old target on your chest every game you play you're going to get the other team's best because they want to beat that history right. uh, so every single day you're kind of chasing yourself in a way um, but it's it's a blessing um, it's the best job in America uh, I feel like I'm coaching the Boston Celtics uh, it's, it's just it's the best um, so I'm humbled to be in this position never thought I could ever get to this level I'm um, just thankful for for the school the administration for for allowing me to kind of fulfill a dream and then last question for you here. So what do you hope to gain from this military circuit and how it's going to develop long-term in the future? Yeah, I mean, and, you know, partnering with Relentless Hoops has been huge for us. Um, I see this as, as a, an event that is going to bring teams from all over the country, um, get a lot of out-of-region matchups. Everyone hates playing the same teams over and over and over again. Um, so getting some different matchups, um, having high-level teams with high-level players in a really good environment um, and just, you know, seeing who's the best on that day. So I hope, hope that in future years, as we keep, continue to expand, we'll get more high school teams in, more post-grad teams. It'll be a stop where college coaches can see from any level, can see players that are recruitable for them. Um, so it'll be great exposure for the kids. And then, you know, at the end of the day, we all, we all want to compete against the best. So um, having the best teams match up is going to be great basketball for, for everybody to watch. So uh, the fu- future is bright. The last couple of years have been awesome. Uh, and, and each year we're going to keep building this thing. So uh, I'm excited to see what the future holds for sure. Perfect. Well, thank you for your time, Coach. We'll let you get back to it here. Appreciate it. How have you guys felt about your team performance overall the past two days? Uh, you know, overall, I uh, couldn't be more pleased. Um, our whole January, the whole month of January has been spent on the road to where being at the end of the month, it'd be easy for these guys to lay down or make excuses. Uh, ultimately, we got a group of winners, uh, we got a group of workers, and, and we got a group of guys that are, are so together um, that they looked at this as a challenge this weekend. Two great teams uh, last night, obviously, with uh, Liberty Heights, and then today following up a quick turnaround with uh, TSF. Um, you know, couldn't, couldn't be more proud of our guys, and I think our guys, because they see uh, what it's like to execute and still be able to get their numbers, I think they're as bought in as they've ever been. Perfect. And then what was it like returning to Hargrave with the school that you're now leading? 
A uh, lot of great memories fit Hargrave. Uh, you know, my team was fortunate enough to win for the compete for the national championship and win it. Uh, beat Notre Dame prep. Um, to be able to play for a guy like Coach Keats, learn from him, uh, grow with him, and then to have some some guys that you know literally to this day are my best friends. Um, it's it's not necessarily the place that was so special; it's the people that make the place that made it so special. And and we had you know football at the time, so many talented guys, but we were all on those barracks wearing you know goofy looking uniforms, mm-hmm. uh, and all all relegated to doing the same things. So we just found that camaraderie and, and really had created a culture for ourselves on and off the floor. Right, perfect. And then uh, talk about last night, your matchup with Liberty Heights. You touched on it a little bit, but what was it like to get that win after losing earlier this season? You know, we had a sour taste in our mouth from the first time we played them uh, over Thanksgiving break. We actually, uh, we're big on family, and so we let our guys go home um, the Monday before we played mm-hmm. and then didn't come back until that Friday. So we knew we knew what we were up against. We knew the rust would be there. Um, you know, ton of respect for Mike Wright and the program that he's built. Uh, he's got a super talented bunch. Um, last night, uh, we were just locked in. Uh, I think ultimately, you know, we we take more pride in playing teams out of North Carolina because because mm-hmm. of the rivalries that are created through the Hoop State Network through Phenom Hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to be able to to kind of play on a neutral site with refs that none of us know uh, and compete at a high level on a college floor, uh, you know, last night our guys were able to shine bright. Mm-hmm. And then uh, give some thoughts on the production you've gotten from Freddie and Truman this weekend. They've both been great. Uh, Freddie DeLeon uh, is a unicorn. Uh, I, I can't say it enough. Uh, I'm, I do a poor job of, of marketing guys in a way to where I don't want to look like we're bragging or like we're forcing anything. Uh, but it's one of those things where, you know, guys are are starting to kind of see with Freddie what I've seen for the past three years, watching mm-hmm. him from afar and then having the opportunity to coach him. Uh, he, he really is a kid that is, he checks off all the boxes. He's a willing worker. He's coachable. He's got great grades. He comes from a great family. And then on top of that, ultimately what makes a basketball player so good is he's super talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Truman is the, Truman is the uh, epitome of hard work uh, and sacrifice. You know, coming from when we first got him and he was 259 pounds, changed his diet, changed his work ethic, is continuing to change his mind. This weekend, uh, he was able to kind of showcase himself for the work that he's put in thus far. I still think he has a whole nother level to tap into, but uh, love seeing guys get rewarded for doing the right things. And, and Truman is our most regimented, our most consistent guy in the program. Um, and, and you know, that's saying something because we got a bunch of everyday guys. We got a bunch of extension getters. Uh, but th- these guys, these guys, you know, it's a testament to the hard work and the culture they've created. We're a player led team. We're a player led team that, that I think has a chance to, you know, really do something special so long as we stay healthy and guys stay bought into their roles. Mm-hmm. And then last question for you. What are your long long term goals given that most of your team aren't seniors right now? How do you plan to build from this weekend and keep improving as the season goes on and the future? You know, um, I love Word of God. Um, so so fortunate to be a part of what Coach Byron Williams, uh, Principal Joe Brown, Pastor Mitch Summerfielder have allowed us to create. Um, Ultimately, for me, Word of God is a platform for these guys. Uh, my, my, my specialty and what I pride myself on is just the day-to-day regimen of, of helping guys reach their fullest potential. It's a quest that I don't know if I truly will be able to achieve or those guys will truly be able to achieve because there's so many variables. But I think that um, long term, it's to it's to make sure that this time next year, if we have an interview like this, uh, number one, I'm a little thinner. A little skinnier, uh, probably a better haircut, but also that these guys are, are have done 
they're completely better. They're at a completely different level than they mm-hmm. are right now because of the work that we put in and the work that we that we um, pride ourselves on doing. Perfect. I appreciate you. Good luck the rest of the season. I